walks into a bar presents a brief education hey it's lily sloan here this mini episode or mini-sode it's a new thing i'm trying out the long form episodes take forever to create so while i work 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 to get them done i want to share some tidbits about stuff i've been thinking about There are lots of cliches about therapy, but one of the most popular... So I suppose now comes the inherent fucking grilling about how I feel about all this. Isn't that why you're here? Well, it's true. We do ask, how does that make you feel? A lot. And depending on your therapist, this question can take a ton of different forms. How are you feeling right now? How do you experience that? As you share that with me, are there any What's that like for you? And how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? What's happening for you now? What's coming up for you? What do you feel about that? What do you notice? As you share that, I wonder what comes up for you. What are you feeling right now? What feelings does that bring up? What is your body telling you right now? How does that make you why we ask in just a minute. But let me first make a really important distinction which is so often overlooked in our language. When I ask, what are you feeling? People, clients, friends, strangers in bars, they almost always answer with what they're thinking. For example, let's just say my friend Jesse decides to tell me about how his friend canceled their plans at the last minute. So I ask him, How did you feel feel when your friend canceled? I feel like, you know, she's just rude. She just never thinks about anyone else. Jesse didn't really answer my question. He told me what he thought about the situation, how he was assessing why his friend canceled on him. But I still don't know how Jesse actually felt. And maybe he doesn't either. But you didn't answer my question. (laughs) Um, and you're like, get out of my yeah. office. Get out until you learn how to talk about feelings. Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. All right, we'll try it again. All right. Jesse. Mm. Yes. When your friend canceled on you, how did you feel? I felt... I felt hurt. And pissed off. And why does this distinction between thoughts and feelings matter? Well, thoughts and feelings drive how we move through the world. But our culturally held belief that rationality trumps everything often leads us to kind of conflate the two in our speech. Or we try to skip over how we're feeling, as if our feelings are irrelevant. How do you feel? I do not understand the question. What is it, Spock? I do not understand the question, Mother. Well, you're half human. The computer knows that. The question is irrelevant. Like wannabe Vulcans, we try to get right to the part where we make sense of everything. We try to rationalize our behavior, the behavior of others, and make decisions on how to act. But 
we're not considering all the data if we don't pause long enough to notice how we feel. Those pure, raw emotions like anger, disgust, fear, joy, and sadness, you know, the ones from Pixar's Inside Out, they don't go away if we ignore them. Instead of getting to choose how we want to respond, stuff can just leak out in all kinds of ways. Cynthia Hoffman did a great job explaining this in our last episode on harm reduction, when she talks about how important it is to find ways to experience our feelings. See how what you're feeling drives you. Like how your feelings are connected to your behavior. If you have suppressed feelings of anger towards your boss, it's going to come out in little ways that could be detrimental to your career. So you have to be able to identify what they are and see, okay, what is the best way that I can deal with this? Rather than saying, it's not there, it's not there, it's not there, and then pow, you walk out. If Jesse can acknowledge that his friend canceling pissed him off, he can make a choice. He can choose to confront his friend directly, or maybe he wants to try to accept his anger and let it go. But if he doesn't even know he's angry, he might do something passive-aggressive or lash out too harshly based on thoughts that his friend is a bad person, or that he's just not important enough to his friend. These thoughts are created with his feelings. They're not as objective and rational as we want to believe. Our feelings are not a problem we need to get around. They play an important role in how we experience life and make decisions. And our feelings should be considered in decision-making because they're going to have a say whether you like it or not. I spent a long time learning how to really answer, how does that make you feel, with an actual feeling word instead of a thought. And I still have to catch myself trying to push them away. But by slowing down and pausing to notice my feelings, I've opened up my options. I can work alongside my feelings instead of being ruled by them or suppressing them. And how does that make me feel? Grounded, strong, and a little bit scared. How does that make you feel, Jesse? Envious? I'm still working on all that stuff, but I'm not quite there. Yeah, we all are. A therapist walks into a bar will return soon. Thank you for your patience these last couple months. Please subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen and sign up for the newsletter because you won't want to miss what's coming, including a collaboration episode with my friend Jesse Rhodes, host and creator of the podcast Manish. In the meantime, you should check out the first episode of Manish, available on SoundCloud and iTunes, where Jesse explores the topic of men and grief in a beautiful autobiographical piece called Family Funeral Band. Like, seriously. Listen to it. And if you love A Therapist Walks Into a Bar, or even if you just like it as a friend, please leave a review in iTunes so more listeners can find the show. Thank you, Jesse Rhodes, Abby Thompson, Molly Merson, Talia Recht, Tiffany McLean, Dan Sharlock, Christine Hutchison, Robert Sully, Elaine Chancherer, John Clark, Abby Volk, Tina Kopko, Cynthia Hoffman, and Paul Ziller for contributing your voices to this mini-sode. And of course, thanks to Topher M. Lewis for the theme song. Now, here's Topher himself telling us how he feels. Feelings, word guide, take 100,002. 
sad, depressed, lonely, disgusted, happy, angry, frustrated, hopeful, annoyed, supported, discouraged, charmed, upset, grateful, despairing, calm, uninterested, Potter like <laughs> magic incantation. Envy Asimoso. <laughs> <laughs>